all right welcome to podcast hello hello welcome to podcast uh today we have a special guest well first of all i'm josh hello again second of um, all we oh. have a special guest peter say hello i'm peter nice to meet y'all what do you do who are you <laughs> uh i'm an i'm an editor uh television editor um uh work from home spend most of my days listening to podcasts and music so and you know. uh you, when we talked when i was like hey come on the show you were like are you gonna make fun of me are you gonna make fun <laughs> of my music if anybody follows um camp scouts on twitter i'm the guy that responds to most, <laughs> most you mean at camp scouts pod at twitter at Cam- yeah yeah, yeah. At <laughs> um i'm the i'm the guy that they make fun of most of the time (laughs) did you see this would have been like last month did you see um so i somebody like (laughs) tweeted this meme it's not an account i was following it tweeted this meme where it was like a mom wearing a like a snapback hat reading their kids lyrics from a lip biscuit song I was like, this this should be considered child abuse. And the dude responded and he was like, hey, I, I listened to them and I, I don't care on a chainsaw in my pocket. And I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> well, I uh, don't listen to Limp Bizkit. I, I could go as far as to say that, but uh, I do carry a chainsaw around in my pocket on most days. I, yeah, I didn't learn that it was bad. Fred Durst didn't yeah, teach me. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? knowing a little bit about the doctrine of the, the people we make fun of and how I personally don't think people should be listening to music past 20 years old. Um, what do you think is your, is your most like egregious band to be listening to in your day to day? Is it like the Beatles or Springsteen or what? I um, see. I, I'm very interesting when it comes to something like I'm, I'm very interesting when it comes to stuff like this, because <laughs> it, 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 really, <laughs> it really depends on uh, my mood that like this morning I was listening to Christmas music just because I was like fuck it I want to make you know I want to make uh, breakfast and listen to Christmas music but mm-hmm. when I was growing up we listened to the Beatles every Saturday morning on our record player so you know Saturdays I'll wake up and I'll listen to the Beatles but like you know if I didn't have COVID right now and I was going to work out later today I would be listening to like my Motley Crue uh, Metallica albums and stuff like that to get hyped up to go to that mm-hmm. um but then, you know, like I also have uh, a couple of different playlists with like newer country artists and stuff like that. People that weren't well known, but are really well known now and stuff like that. Uh, How do you feel about like like alt country or psychedelic country music? Uh, I'd have to listen to psychedelic country. Well, check it I'd out because ever... our first artist of the day is a man <laughs> named Austin Leonard Jones. And we're going to play a song, Cape Fear. See how we did that? See that? I like that. That Are you paying attention? (laughs) All right. This is his song, Cape Fear. A werewolf walks into a bar, orders a drink, lights a cigar. Vampire waitress on his left How do you do who don't think we've met Knows where to find the little pill Howls at the moon way up the hill Goes into town and drinks till dawn 
Rose human form moves along. He used to work a hard certified banger. Dude, I gotta say, that was fantastic. That was really, really good. I don't know if you like you like went into this thinking Peter loves tropics. You know that about me. And <laughs> and like the old style country, but that was that was absolutely amazing. Yeah, this song is like oof. Yeah, like like uh, five seconds in, I, I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> that that beat was absolutely fantastic. Um, Slide guitar, it's got everything. And, and yeah, and and his voice is like, you know, old country style artists and stuff like that. Like he had like a mix of everybody. <laughs> was, There's a tear really, my beer really, reference. Yeah, I like that, dude. That, yeah. Oh my god, like, oh man, that was fantastic. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about uh, Austin Leonard Jones. First of all, coolest message we've ever got to say like, okay, you can you can share it. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey, can I use your song? And he said, hello, Joshua. The song is yours for the taking. It belongs to you. Thank you for listening. Your pal, ALJ. That's such a cool way, I think. That just is to say like, yeah. Dope. <laughs> this guy is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he Dude. tags this as freak folk um bedroom pop cosmic country psychedelic um off of the perpetual doom record label uh, now when so you said psychedelic country i really didn't know <laughs> i was like what i was gonna what play you, what you, yeah what are you throwing <laughs> me into here i was like i have no clue what you're talking about but oh man that was like i just i want to i want to listen to that again <laughs> mm. just like throw it on just Sip margarita by the pool all day. That was fantastic. Dude, there's a song on this album. So the album is called Dead Calm. <clears throat> and I really recommend if you like the sound, you're going to like the whole album. It, it's, I don't know. I think the opening tracks on albums are like the perfect way to set a sampler of what you're, what you are to expect. And Dead Calm is exactly what you want all the way through. Um, but there's a song called Exotics. It's the seventh track on the album. And the whole idea is kind of like in my reading of it is like the hook of the song he says like oh my life is exotic after all like kind of just like appreciating what he has and where he's at and it's really cool um it kind of take that like jimmy buffett island vibe uh song like production and but he's singing about like his neighbor's got a got a cool pool and (laughs) it rains where he lives and it's just like that's kind of nice um yeah that was that i mean fantastic that yeah. was amazing. Uh, definitely send that to me because I will be listening to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, dear listener, description underneath the episode, all kinds of hot links for you to the Bandcamp pages. And if you like it, buy it. Uh, the song costs a dollar. The album as a whole, um, I think it's $7.77. So I, I know this, this sounds crazy, but I want to like buy a record. I'm gonna buy a record and a record player and just like yeah, out on my apartment balcony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smoke something legal and listen to this album. Yeah, I'm yeah, really... exactly. All right, exactly. so now that was fantastic. We're gonna completely change the vibe. We're gonna go somewhere completely <laughs> flip, different. Flip the script. Let's go. We're going to listen to Margiela. Uh, if I pronounce that wrong, please let me know. By an artist named Bossy. <laughs> W-A-M-O Pittsburgh. We go to one, two, three. Leave a message. Two, 
gotta protect the home. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Uh. You're doing all that talking and shit on the internet. I wear those shit. Like an inmate, like to most I'm a sensei. You can't listen and talk, so let's get that shit straight. That shit straight. Keep your circle small, don't let that fuck shit infiltrate. Fuck Niggas ain't help you cook, I doubt they deserve a dinner plate. PA on the plate, some men and out of state to get the cake. When I touch down, up the race, cause the route I took wasn't safe. Uh, besides the bullshit, life's great. Dude. <laughs> there is something about like the background like singers with with music like that it's it's it reminds me of like the old style rap r&b like from like 90s early 2000s which is what i grew up on um my mom loved that growing up and mm -hmm. and hearing like the, I, I you know correct me if i'm wrong but like an operatic sort of like in the background uh uh sort of thing uh i love when they start off like that and um his lyrics were just so good. It was it was deep and uh, that that felt really good to listen to. I like that a lot. This whole tape has that like <clears throat> I don't know where he got his samples from, but um, it's just like aesthetic of like flipping through uh, a radio dial. There's some uh, <clears throat> some like really old classic sounding like vocals of someone singing the initials of their radio station, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I don't know yeah. where he got these samples from, but later in the album, uh, the I think it's the same vocals you were hearing at the end of the song. Um, this group sings like in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they're just like it's like they're singing it's like a commercial jingle, but it really fits in the tape. Um, I also like the lyrics in this song. My favorite line is "Besides the bullshit, life's great." I think yeah. it's really funny. I think it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty cool way to look at it. Like it's yeah. it's a nice succinct way to say like I'm paying attention to the stuff I like and not the stuff that's hurting me. Uh, uh yeah, and his voice went it's so well, like it it didn't, it didn't uh, I guess compete with mm -hmm. the rest of the production. It, it it just it flowed so nice. It was like listening to to uh, like you know when you get a nice scoop of butter and you throw it on the bread on the toast okay. and like it's, it's like perfect it like goes together really well it's like the only thing I, it's like smooth butter <laughs> is what i could say that that was oh man that was fantastic that isn't it hard great. to not just say song good song good song song real good. song good no, no but that was that was really really amazing uh, oh yeah that was uh that was bossy off of his tape protect the homies volume two um, yeah, this is only on Bandcamp, so if you want it, you have to support the artist. So uh, check it out. The whole tape's really good. Um, he's got some pretty cool features with just uh, just Jay and Blanco, and I think it's Ace and Arsenal later in the song, later in the album, and they're all really good features. It's all produced very well. Um, oh yeah! Oh my god, that was fantastic. Yeah, we were talking before the show. I was like, I, you know, we picked, I picked some songs for you. I think one of these is good, just like based on production value alone. And that would be Marciella by Bossy. Um, and now again, we're going to hop genres. All right. We're going to go over to A Good Day to Forget by a band named Onslow. 
power pop for your afternoon that that was um that was like um again just throwing it back like with the with the early type of like early 2000s that's my jam you you, you pick mm. you like curated this this show yeah, i told just, you bro i told you <laughs> you, were, you were ready to go that was fantastic um i like yeah i i've always kind of liked that like pop rock sort of genre that mm-hmm. that um stuff that you know, isn't entirely just darkness. It was, it was like really light, fluffy. Like it was, it was a good song just to listen to um, whenever, you know, windows down, <laughs> driving yeah. down the road. I was like, it was like one of my windows. I'm going to add that to my windows down playlist. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very empowering. Um, yeah. I think that the lead vocals on the song are incredible. Oh Yeah. Um, this band Onslow is from Trondheim, Norway, which I thought was pretty cool. Really? I was, I, I heard accent in her voice and I was trying to pick up where it was from. And mm. that is, that is awesome. I've act that was the first time I've ever listened to Norwegian music. They're probably listening to this and they're like, bro, it's just, you can just call it music. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. You know, like just yeah. in general, I've never listened to a Norwegian artist before. That was really, really, really good. Um, they've got a pretty cool about section on Bandcamp that I like a lot. Um, so it says Onslow's rousing and dreamy power pump set power pop sound also got this undercurrent of pop punk flair with gritty edge on the guitars that hides behind fun and pop friendly choruses, all combined with the sweet and feminine energy of the charming, inviting and confident lead vocal work of Joanne Ramol, which I think is I can't describe the band any better than that. I think that's perfect. That, yeah, that's a great way to do it. Um yeah, I mean the the guitar in it was was fantastic. I, I was listening to that a lot, um, mm-hmm. and and that was really really good. I I just love the beat of it. it. It definitely reminded me of like I don't know, like younger days, <laughs> it, yeah. like you know, summertime younger days. It was it was it was very nice. That was that was really really good. That's that's the thing about like, in my opinion, um, it's sort of like rock adjacent sounds that i like a lot is uh youth like kind of like capturing a youthful energy i think is really fun yeah. um i don't like describing songs in an abstract sense like that but i can't think of a better way to say it yeah. i um a lot of the songs in the newsletter i'll be like here's another punk song it's very angsty mm-hmm. gotta love the teenage vibe <laughs> yeah i'm sure the people reading are like another one really um <laughs> but i absolutely love it so we're gonna step into our last song is a la- our last song of the day, if I could speak. <laughs> um, and this I think is kind of reminiscent of our first song of the day. We're kind of going full circle. This is gone 
by Michelle Rivers. All right. train jumps off the tracks off the tracks and it doesn't matter where she goes as long as she ain't slipping through the cracks no more and she'll press that bottle to her lips but it's not strong enough to numb the pain oh no and she'll take a breath between each of the lightning that was really good. That was really good. I, I, I mean this in the most respectful way, but I got to get it out before we talk about the song. This yeah. is like a very somber and beautiful version to me of that that country song. She left the suds in the bucket and the clothes hanging. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get it before we compliment. <laughs> talk about the song. I have to get it out and on the air. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... Uh, top to bottom, that was beautiful. The the um, um, instrument instrumental in it is is, is really really pretty. Uh, I like listening to songs like that. Um, you know, living in the south, I went. I listen to that all the time. I I I'm, when I'm on the way to the barn in the morning and like I always always I have my playlist that I throw on. With, uh, I I call it cowboy tunes. And and that that deserves its spot on my cowboy tunes because it was it was it was very nice to listen to. Her voice was beautiful. I mean, the um, vocals in that were, were amazing, and the lyrics were even better. Especially uh, at the end when she like she kind of like works her way up like a scale. Like um, yeah, I can yes. see the. It's awesome. Um, um, that like the there's like at the very beginning of the song that like it's like a snap. They put an echo on. I'm not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. that like click and it like that goes through the beginning it's kind of awesome i love it yeah, it really it sinks is. me into the song brings you in yeah. yeah i i really like that that was that was very pretty um all the songs you've been picking today man you've, you've been nailing the uh hitting the nail on the head with all of these dude when you and austin uh who was last episode when you guys were uh, agreeing to come on i had a list of songs that were approved and I was like shuffling between the two of you, like, no, this is a this is a Peter song, this is an Austin song. Well, he did I, really good at that. Yeah, I think I've laid He's it a out. curator over here. Uh, it's my job, but <laughs> I would like to, you know, first of all, say thank you to everybody uh, for letting us use your music on the show. Austin Leonard Jones, Bossy, Onslow, and Michelle Rivers. Without you guys, I don't have a podcast. I don't have a show to do. So I really appreciate it. And, um. Yeah, you know, just thank you. Um, and now we're going to move into the final section of the show. Unless you have mm-hmm. any final thoughts or comments about any of our artists. One last final comment on Michelle Rivers. Um, may I say that that is like the perfect country artist name. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. <laughs> and that is a, a like a perfect name for country music. I don't know. I like that. Fun fact, I'm, I think it's just her name. 
I don't know if it's well, a state yeah, well, I, but, uh, I, if it's hey, just shut your mom, dude. Yeah. <laughs> your parents named you fantastic. Yeah, I That's think it's like, a great uh, name. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a huge listener to like I listen to Zach Bryan all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a fancy name, but uh, I feel like you know her music on is on the same level for me. Like oh, like what I like in a country song is is right there with like Zach Bryan and like Coulter Wall for me. Um, that's Coulter like Wall's my compliment. That's like yeah. Well, those are that's like my that's my my genre of country music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I. We'll always get down with a, a Zach Brown band song, but I, I I love I love you know the the Western uh, I guess grittier type of of country like moody Americana kind of vibe yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's awesome um I think uh, I think people I, soapbox time I think people shit on country pop stadium country that like you know like the Luke Bryant's of the world yeah. and stuff I think it has its place I think there's nothing wrong with it. No. I can't remember who wrote the song, but you know that song like I got a little mud on my boots. Yeah, and I'm taking you uptown. uptown and not. It's yeah. a real. It's a club song. In yeah, I don't know why people are like, oh, it, everything has to be fucking uh, poncho and lefty. Like, no, it doesn't. Everything, no, no. everything has its place. I think you're not going to go to you know Nashville and party it up to Coulter Wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which you know you're not going to go out to a bar and, and dance to a uh cowpoke (laughs) yeah um you know i I think all of it has its place i think there is not a genre that i know of that has more infighting than country music and it is really confusing to me because it does it doesn't doesn't matter anyways uh we're gonna move into our final segment of the show camp scouts news or csn All right, uh, Peter, a couple of questions for you before we get started. Uh, where are you from originally? I am from, oh, originally I'm from um, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I lived there for 10 years. Moved and you grew Jersey. up? I grew up in New Jersey. Interesting, interesting. Went to school there. And then who's a big, like, if you were to say there was a famous artist that people in New Jersey love, who, who would you say that is? I don't know, Josh. <laughs> I, I might that... say I might say be Bruce Springsteen. Personally. Oh, really? The one yeah. the one thing that you've uh, put to me since the first day we met. But yeah, like... yeah, we can tell that story. So I met Peter. Peter and I went to college together. We were in a class, and we were on like break or something. And like me, you, and a group of people were walking to Taco Bell on campus, talking about New Jersey. And I like yellow, like yellow, like shitting on New Jersey. It was super funny. And I was like, yeah, y'all got fucking Bruce Springsteen too. And you and Kyle, another kid also from Jersey turned around and you were like, don't fucking talk about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's not funny. That's um, a soft spot. <laughs> don't talk about the boss. Um, so obviously you love him then. Cause you, you defended him. So vehemently, vehemently. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm I'm a fan. I, uh, you know, I'm not going to go out and say I love. Would him. you go to a four hour concert of Bruce no. Springsteen? Because... <laughs> <laughs> There's your right there. Stop right there. We're done. Cancel the show. He it he did a show in Philadelphia that was four hours three minutes and forty six seconds of him and his E Street Band, um, and it's like his longest show to date, I believe. 
Yeah, um, it's just him the whole time. It wasn't like switching off with anybody. No, it's him and E Street. Like they just, apparently Oof. Bruce Springsteen does like marathon level shows. That's crazy. Yeah, I I I went to a Motley Crew the Motley Crew Stadium tour mm-hmm. with Joan Jett and uh, um, everybody plays in. And it was it was like four and a half five hours long, but but in that time they all switched. I mean they're all too old to <laughs> be staying up on stage. Right, uh, Bruce Springsteen's like eighty. Uh, all right, I guess uh, all too old and uh, did way too many drugs back in the day to warrant them being up there. So, uh, I mean, my, Motley Crue's drummer wasn't even up there. Tommy Lee was he broke a rib the day they got on tour, Jesus. so he wasn't even playing drums. Oh my god! Uh, but no, so. Uh, Springsteen's longest show is four hours and six minutes, and that was in 2012 in Helinski, Finland. And like, I think it's good that he has a dedicated fan base. So, could you imagine if like Maroon Five, like everybody goes Maroon Five sells out a stadium, and they play for four hours? I think like halfway through, people would be like, are they gonna sure play they payphone are. again?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what it's like to sit through, like it had like the energy has to be a ten for the crowd. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I I'm not like a huge. I've been to a couple concerts in my life. Um, all of them Bruce Springsteen concert. All of them Bruce. No, as a no, fellow New, as a New Jerseyan, <laughs> I've never been to a Bruce Springsteen concert. In my life. Um, but. I don't know. Four hours of one is it's hard to keep up with. Like, at, I'm I'm an old man, man. I'll go to bed. <laughs> yeah, to bed. I, I'll yeah. start sleeping to Bruce Springsteen. I love to go wild <laughs> at concerts. I famously threw my back out at a mom rock concert in Atlanta. Um, I love it. I love jumping around. But like a concert's like an hour and a half, and that's yeah, a, a, that's a long time. So I don't know. I don't know. But I have a confession to make. I own. Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska on vinyl. It's in my collection. <laughs> well, then you own more than I do. So that makes me the bigger fan. Nebraska's my one. I've listened to it since I start, stopped listening to old music, but Nebraska's my one. It was pitched to me by one of my teachers at Full Sail, and they were like, it's like this weird, like moody album that he recorded in his friend's basement at like kind of while he was like really blowing up. Yeah. Uh, and it is really, it is really cool. It's very, uh, like very introspective and and not like the not the image of him that I have. Yeah. Um. I like shitting on uh Springsteen just because it's funny, but I I do yeah. respect like uh Born in the USA. Oh yeah. You know, uh, for like, like its message and what he was yeah. getting a song like that with that message on the radio is kind of cool. Uh, the fact that people don't always recognize it is a different story, but that's not on him. <laughs> now I I have a question for you. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Now, um, my, it's my when, show, but like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when we, when we first met, you mm-hmm. were very big into old country. I yeah. Don't know if you still are. Um, now you don't listen to any old music. I want to know what, what, like, did you wake up one day and you're just like, I'm not going to listen to old music. What was like the change that, that brought um, that in? Clay LaPerry and Aaron Mitchell were doing a podcast called the expired music podcast a couple uh, in 2020. And it's the theory, the theory of it is the song is 20 years old. It is expired and you shouldn't listen to it anymore. 20 years is a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea is like, 
in practice to try to be listening to new music. There's a million new songs released every day, right? A lot of the songs that you've heard today are only a couple of months old. Uh, I think the oldest song we've had on Camp Scouts is like a couple of years. So, or 2012, we had a song from like 2012, I think. But um, the idea is just like, like, everybody is listening to Springsteen. Everybody's listening to Motley Crue, Hank Williams, uh, senior and junior. The third is a <laughs> not as successful, but um, <laughs> I don't think I should like uh, uh, spending my time listening to David Bowie again. I'm not really like gaining anything from the experience. Yeah. Um, and so I was listening to their podcast, and I went on their show. I was on Expired Music Podcast, and I was like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Maybe old music is good because I like I was operating from the idea of like studying music is important. Like if you're going to be a surf rock band, it's good to know about surf rock. But I think listening to something intellectually and learning from it is different than like putting it on in the car. Yeah. Um, but I've gone full hipster. I don't have I don't pay for Spotify anymore. I just listen to my Bandcamp library that I update as often as I can. Um, but no, I picked it up from those guys. Um their podcast is over now. Maybe one day it'll come back if you're listening. Hmm, Clay, Aaron, come on the show. <laughs> Little expired music reunion. But um, I was like listening to their show a lot. The way they formatted it was like uh, every week they'd be like, oh, this week in the year 2000, these songs came out. Now they're gone. And they'd talk about okay. it. And, and then they'd be like, okay, so now here's two songs we're recommending you to replace some of these dead songs. Which and can I cool. say you did a fantastic job of today because uh, that's right. You know, you definitely you definitely curated that to to the person listening and the people that will listen. These four songs took me an hour to find. I spent, I just like got on Bandcamp and I was digging through Perpetual Doom, the record label that Austin Leonard Jones is on. We had an artist named Sarah Laporta whose music we'd had on the show before, so I knew about I knew about that label, so I started there, but. The rest of these artists were just on the Bandcamp New Rivals tag. I looked for an hour. I found these guys and messaged them. 30 minutes after that, I had gotten a response from almost everybody. Oh. Um, I don't think it's hard to find new music. I think the way that I do it, I don't recommend to everyone. But I'm like, I'm digging. I'm crate digging for the show. Yeah. But I think if you spend like, even like Spotify and Apple Music have like the the new release radar. Yeah. That's kind of curated to your taste. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to that once a week, if you go on Bandcamp and you do like the first four pages of the Bandcamp new arrival page once a week, you just try to listen to like one new song when you think about it, then you're going to find all kinds of incredible things. You're going to listen to a lot yeah. of shit, but oh, yeah. I, there's no, like, you just don't platform it. You don't share it around like, oh, this is bad, right? That, yeah. um, that's something that I used to do when I was a teenager. I'd be like, oh, listen to how dumb this is. And it's something I really regret. So I, I don't recommend people doing it. But when you find something good, I think it's your job to share it if you want that artist to keep making music they're not going to yeah. people it's not they're going to quit writing or quit making music because people aren't listening to it they just might stop uploading it which means you won't have it the idea mm -hmm. of like oh this is a band for me this is kind of a personal thing it's fucking yeah. stupid to me I yeah think. we're gonna keep this person hidden why, <laughs> why are you yeah why are you gatekeeping yeah. don't gatekeep uh, yeah. yeah somebody told me that about the gorillas once and I was like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't tell people about that. You can't tell me um, one of the most popular bands uh, of the 2000s is your personal band that people don't know about. I feel like uh, a lot of people that I've talked to, especially since like 2020, everybody's been at home. 
Um, and uh, I, I do have a lot of musically inclined friends and they, they've complained a lot because they're like, oh, I have nothing to listen to anymore. It's like watching TV. I don't have anything to watch anymore. There's always something new that, it, that, that like fits into a genre that you would listen to anyway. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, the people that we listen to today, I've never heard of them. And I'm very, very excited to uh, listen to more of them. But, you know, it, it offered me something, a taste of something new while also bringing the familiarity of something that I already love. Yeah. Um, do you like, do you like cooking with people? Yeah. Like you and you and uh, Taylor, like you'll like uh, your partner, you guys will like make dinner together. It's a lot of fun. Oh, usually it's just me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something that I like doing is like uh, cooking for someone like Barbara and I, we will like do all the prep work together. And then one of us will do like most of the cooking. Cause you can't oh, both God, stir yeah. a pot. Right. No, exactly. But I, I fucking, I love like showing her a recipe and be like, Oh, you're going to love what this tastes like. And, and then I give it to her and I have that memory of like sharing a new soup or a pasta or whatever it is together. Yeah. Uh, and it enhances the experience. I think the exact same thing happens for me when I send someone a song and they're like, Oh, I actually like this one. Or I really yeah. like this one. Or like you get in the car. This happened to me with my, my friend TJ, who was on the show a couple of months ago. We were driving to Virginia together and uh, H. Bernard came on his uh, like his like music shop, who's uh, one of the artists, one of the first ever artists we shared on the show. He was on the first episode. And so to me, it was like, oh, you found that because of the camps. Like I showed that to you through the podcast and you're listening to it. I think for me, sharing the stuff that I love, the art that I love makes it better and i think it's true for a lot of people but to answer your original question for old music especially old country music that i like i play it by myself i play it on my guitar my little acoustic um i don't record covers or like upload them because i'm not that talented but like i really like the song by tom t hall um what's that oh i oh the day clayton delaney died and i like beer are two of Tom T. Hall's best song. I can play both of those songs on my guitar. Um, the Night Hank Williams Came to Town by Johnny Cash, I think, a uh, song I love. And so I, if I'm feeling very nostalgic, I will play those songs and it helps me like, re- like reinforce a skill that I'm trying to learn on a song that I know well, which is a lot of fun. And, and I still try to learn newer songs, but I can't pick up by ear. So I just have to kind of guess the key until I get it right. But it's fun. Yeah that's the best part about the old songs you can google it and then there's a sheet right there yeah um no but yeah i i i uh i've been i've been pushing myself after you roast me all the time to <laughs> listen listen to new music and i i've gotten a lot better especially in the country aspect of things and i also in the morning i go on these like half an hour to 45 minute walks and i don't like listening to heavy metal or something like that mm-hmm. in the morning uh, I like listening to something chiller. So I, I made like a 12 hour playlist of rand, like offbeat completely. Like half this playlist is different from the other half uh, just to try to get me listening to new music. And I sent it to uh, another one of my friends who also listens to the same kind of music. And mm-hmm. her response was, dude, your music taste is amazing. And I was like, well, I, I should send uh-huh, this to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but like, I've been able to to experience a lot more of the same genre that I like, but with like different people. And yeah, it makes you, it makes you feel, makes you feel good. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, people love sharing art. It's 
you work in television. It's a billion dollar business uh, making a, making something to interact with and then giving it to an audience, right? Yeah. Um, it's why I love podcasting. I like making something and then sharing it to people. And all I can do is hope that they share it with their friends. They go, I like this guy and I want my friends to like them as well. It's fun. You really boil it down to like bare bones stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think, I think if, if you hear the idea of like, not listening to old music and it makes you mad i think you're taking it a little too seriously yeah. i think you care about like acdc too much but um no no i i like the roast i like them <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, I'm talking, like, like like in general like if someone's listening to this they're like you're telling yeah. me i can't listen to freaking the beatles anymore like, or, or care. recently it's been metallica fans over the song that was in stranger things mm-hmm. um and like everybody's like oh tch. Yeah, I've been listening to Metallica for years. You just get on this now. She's like, all right, buddy, great. Yeah, I wasn't alive. Like, like, (laughs) come on. And and yeah, the scene itself was cool. I I actually only watched this. I haven't watched the whole season yet for the Marvel, but I watched the Metallica. um, uh, But yeah, like, like why can't older fans of music just let newer people come into them? That's like a huge problem. I see in uh, almost like any fan group now too yeah. like star wars fans i'm a huge star wars fan but i like people gatekeep too much like what do you expect people just not to find it <laughs> like, well that's because know. that's because we have been taught in race in america that we live in a meritocracy if you work for something you earn it that's not true yeah. this is this could not be further from the truth it doesn't matter if you deserve something it matters if um you are lucky enough to be on the winning side of a system that is made to put people down but the, that viewpoint that we've been taught kind of goes into the stuff you enjoy right you'll see this a lot in video games as well people will say like well what's the point of grinding that game if it doesn't like give me something and then people will be like because yeah. it's fun exactly dude and i have that conversation it. all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all um, the time because i like to do it because it's fun um yeah there are all kinds of people like that that's the idea of like grinding grind culture and when it comes to media when it comes to especially television and music it's like i've seen every i saw every episode of scrubs when it came out you just watched it it's like okay why can't you be like oh that's cool that you like this here are other things you would like as well because the the person they feel like they've earned it and they have earned they've earned nothing (laughs) entertainment the same exact yeah the same amount of whatever i listen to you listen to like yeah i don't know it's it's and then uh, what I loved about Metallica, though, the Metallica situation got totally flipped on the like uh, gatekeeping fans because they brought the kid out on stage and like played with him uh, a couple weeks ago and gave him a guitar and stuff like that. Or the the, I said the kid, uh, but the guy yeah, the guy, Stranger Things, Stranger Things. And, and and they had the scene playing on the background That's and, cool. and they did this whole thing with him and they love him. I, of course they do. You know, their their music is getting pushed more now to a younger audience that you know, probably wouldn't have listened to it as much if Stranger Things didn't have it. Yeah. Out, you know what I mean? And there's, um, that's something important. That is a, a totem of the expired music uh, theory is that like live music doesn't count. So if you go see Metallica, that's awesome. You should do that yeah. if they're still touring. Um, because they're like, they're you're not seeing, you're not listening to the same song from 20 years ago, 40 years ago. You're like listening to them play it now. It doesn't sound, it's exactly. not always going to be the same. But um, Well, I can tell you right now what that Motley Crue concert um i was i was hyped just to go see him because i you know grew up on motley crew i mm-hmm. you know went there and uh listening to 
every poison did great. Everybody did great. Motley Crue came on and just hearing them now, like <laughs> reciting half the words because they've they've gotten so uh, old, yeah. so much older and stuff like that. And uh, you know, it was it was more about the experience of saying, okay, you know, twenty years from now, I have a kid and they are listening to something that I listen to, and I can say, oh. I went to go see them when I was, my dad used to do that to me all the time. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I'm listening to Van Halen and, and he'd be like, Oh, I saw Van Halen a million times. And wanted up actually taking me, that was my first ever concert. My dad does that. He'll go like, like some rock band fill in the blank and be like, I actually saw them in, in yeah. middle of nowhere before they were huge. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good spot to end it. Stop listening to old music. Listen to something new. If you like it, by the song it's usually a dollar by the album it's like 10 most of the time yeah um or at the bare minimum share it around send it to your friends uh where can i find you on the internet peter um you can find me on like instagram and stuff i'm not like a very popular person uh my instagram is pjdjets same with just about everything else that i have if you really are interested in following me that is that is where i'll be (laughs) <laughs> that will all be tagged below. We don't offer payment here on the Camp Scouts. We just give uh, exposure. <laughs> so I, yeah. Below. yeah. Uh, thank you all for uh, hearing my rambles today. Everybody that gave music, thank you. That was awesome to listen to. Yeah, I'm once very again, excited to listen to you more. Once again, that is Austin Leonard Jones, Bossy, Unslow, or Onslow, and uh, Michelle Rivers. Um. I am Joshua. I am JW Freeman underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show at Camp Scouts Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any song recommendations that you want me to listen to, potentially share on the show, you can DM us or you can email me at campscoutspod at gmail.com. We have a monthly newsletter that I write at the first of every month. It's just, you know, usually a couple more tracks that I find along the way looking for music that I think people should listen to. Um, that will also be below and, um, you know, we've got some, uh, some big announcements coming soon. I don't really know the timeline on my, on said big announcement. So this is the teaser. This is my soft launch of that. So, uh, <laughs> be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, to see that coming out and check out the next episode, blah, 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 share with your mom, uh, whatever. All right. Uh, so thank you, Peter. And thank you to yeah. the artists. Goodbye. Great talking to you, man. All right, so how do you feel about the episode? Good, bad, ugly? I think it was good. You did really good. You honestly did really good. Uh, I'm leaving the episode. <laughs> you did really, really good. I was worried because, again, I was like, what is he going to play today? Bring it out. I'm playing Road City. Yeah. Just straight.